Brewing with Style is brought to you by Northern Brewer with fast shipping, expert advice, and all the ingredients and equipment you need to make the best beer possible. Visit them today at northernbrewer.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy. Hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> that was my best one. Hey, hey, that was good. Not bad, huh? Jonathan Plise. Down by la bayou. My, That's what you say. My dear, yeah, at the bayou. <laughs> my dear brother. Yes, yes, indeed. We're back for uh, another uh, couple episodes of uh, Brewing with Style. Style's important. It's all about how you do it. <laughs> That's right. Right. <laughs> it's not how big. It's what kind of how. It's the style you use. Yes. It's the the motion of the ocean. The tr- <laughs> not the size of the the canoe. It's how you use the paddle. And the pressure it's, points. Uh, you can tell I've been a, a creek monkey having a having a few uh, pre pre show pops. You Were know? you a creek monkey? I was. I was. I could have sworn I saw you Starbucks. I, oh. I, yeah, I went to Starbucks too. <laughs> <laughs> Just try and balance out my creek monkey. Get my my creek monkey with the star monkey. Nice. I got my star monkey going. Get the body buzz, the head buzz going. Oh yeah. Right. Hi. Right. <laughs> it's it's all about uh, you know adjusting your your meds you know keeping a balance. Yeah, we, that's important. We we've learned in the last few days. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Well, and coming up on the uh, coming up on the uh, San Francisco Beer Week, and normally I would be resting at this point, liver ready. Yes, yes, that that and just like sleep and stuff. So that. So I so I'd be all rested up, ready for San Francisco Beer Week. Well, it's a matter of getting your liver uh, ready for punishment, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, you know, it's no different than any other day that it's punished. I'm just drinking uh, beer five percent or less. Uh, <laughs> is that, beer week. Yeah. Is that how you're adjusting yourself? Yeah. Well, then keeping uh, the uh, system open and flowing. You know, you were there for the Evil Cube release. Speaking of five percent, yeah, that's oh, like, that was uh, eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. That's a bit right. of a beer. Holy mackerel! <laughs> Great beer, though. God. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed. It. You were there for the the brewing, and uh, you yeah. and Mitch, and Mitch. That, I thought it turned out Mitch turned was out a great well. partner. Yeah, a lot of fun working with him. He is a great guy. Like I say, nicer than Jesus. <laughs> with his with his uh, resume, I don't I don't see why he even messed with us. You know, but he deferred to us on everything. And if we thought this was too much, or let's put this in there, he's like open minded as hell. What a great guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole hop uh, scheme was his idea. I think that worked out quite nicely. Yeah. The Amarillo and uh, Australian summer hops. Right. Every time I told people Australian, we used Australian summer hops, and they go, so what kind of hops? Which one? Yeah. Because they're all grown in the summer there. (laughs) Right. They're just like, I'm like. Like uh, Australian winter hops? They're grown in Australia, and the name of the hop is summer. Yeah. Like, oh. Mm, That makes sense. Okay. (laughs) I always said it's this hop grown in, in Australia called summer. So I read oh, there you I go. Just cut right to it. Yeah, right. It's summer there right now. They don't have to think about like, oh, is it spring or fall? Or they just figure it out. Right, right. Yeah, I guess. So there we. Uh, so what we've learned we had is a record number of people at the brewery uh, oh, for this release. I, it was, that was crazy. It was how, nuts. How many? Don't know. <laughs> we but, limited ourselves to filling growlers for the first two hundred people that showed up. Wow. And we handed out tickets to people, and then we have t- tasty a few tickets to kind of hand out on his own. Right. Um, and uh, we went through them all. Damn. We we filled the uh, growlers for 200 people. We filled them right off the fermenter. Oh, that's sexy. Which I, I thought it was awesome. We used, beer, we used uh, beer guns. They had two twin beer guns running. Straight from the tit. Right. And, you know, it's before we packaged any beer off, really. Yeah. Um, the beer was packaged uh, yesterday. And so Saturday, God. you know, several days before that, you were getting the freshest possible growler fill you could of this beer. It's like beer virginity, you know. Yeah. Boom. So I thought it was awesome. <laughs> speaking of awesome, and speaking of beer guns, 
Northern Brewer. Of course. Northern Brewer. That's where you can go ahead and buy a beer gun. We've been using beer guns here now for, uh, when when we're bottling up our competition entries for GABF or World Cup or whatever it might be. Like a decade ago. Uh, at, at the brewery. At oh, the brewery, the brewery? T- today, oh, or wow. you know, doing growler fills directly off the fermenter. Oh, yeah, done. for our, for our beloved customers, uh, Blickman Beer Guns, and and we get those uh, Northern Brewer. You contact northernbrewer dot com. They've got all that stuff in stock. They've got all sorts of great products. They got uh, lots of great ingredients, great prices, and uh, great service, great shipping. So give them a call, northernbrewer dot com, and get your. Uh, Get your geek on today. That's some serious customer service there, you know, because you're purging their growlers with CO two. Yes, you know, you don't uh-huh. see that a lot. Usually, it's just air, oxygen. Right? When I rinse them, and then the the Sanitize. guys would purge them, fill them. Yeah, nice. It's awesome. Huh. Well, nice to nice to have that option. So we're going to do that every year now. Every uh, the day before. Uh, um, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That's what it's called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, we're going to do uh, the evil, evil cube. Tasty's he, he's signed on. Come on, I got a contract now. Mitch, I've Damn. I've notified that. He yeah, yeah. Is, his schedule better be clear. He is contracted for the rest of his life to uh, do this, <laughs> and uh, we'll get those guys down also for uh, you know with a like a year's notice. I think you got no excuse for so for not being there for the release as well. Well, I think he, he gets these things like, "Hey, we need somebody to go to London and brew and right. guest brew at these four breweries." Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mitch, you want to go? Well, he goes, "Well, no, I got to, I got to brew with." Uh, I got to go hang out at Heretic. Like, uh, oh, I could blow those guys off till January. You know, like, no, no, <laughs> he'd rather. I think he'd rather hang with us. No, I'm sure he'd rather. Yeah, one awesome dude. Yep. So yeah, it was it was an awesome time. Lots of fun. Um, the food truck probably ran out of food. I didn't even ask. They it. ran out of food. The food truck <laughs> ran out of food. Yeah, no I idea, bet, yeah. what, two hours in? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was a ways in. Uh, we started at noon. But then, you know, as soon as people started lining up like 10 o'clock, I started feeling really bad because I'm like, well, you know, it was really sunny and hot out. It is January after or February after all. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's really hot and sunny in California. There's and no so, rain. Uh, Right, and so I let them into the tasting room so they could get a couple of beers and hang out there mm-hmm. while they were waiting. And that's why we gave out the tickets, right. so people wouldn't uh, you know, lose wouldn't their space have to in line. Get in a big line there, and yeah, spend yeah. their day in the line rather than drinking beer in the tank. And once once the line formed, we started filling growlers. People were like, "Oh, I'll just hang out here and have some beers yeah. and wait for the line to clear." Sure. And you know, I've got my ticket. I said, "If you got a ticket, you're guaranteed yeah. we'll we'll fill your growler." So that worked out well. Nice. So I was pleased. It was our first big event, and I think, uh, you know, there's things we could learn from it, but not too bad. Now, everybody I talked to said it was really smooth, well, well-run event. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And they go to lots of events, these people, so. Right. Uh, Bill brought, bu- did you bring your posse? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got there a little late. Okay, I got there quite late. Right. People and were waiting for you to all, sign. I signed, like, 200 posters before you showed up. All my Oakland homies had come early because they wanted to go to the... Uh, the Drake's event the same mm-hmm. day, so mm-hmm. they were there like right at the beginning, mm-hmm. and so they had left before I got there. there they get to sign their autographs. Got to meet up later. I told you. I told you. Check out my growlers. Live and learn. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know. There you go. All right. Speaking of living and learning, uh, what are we learning about today? Blondale. Blondale. Ooh. I like it dirty. <laughs> you like it dirty. I like it dirty. <laughs> Scott's looking at me like what? Dirty, <laughs> dirty blonde. I'm just trying to look confused. Okay. I don't know. Have I don't know what he's talking Comes about? Naturally, <laughs> yeah. That happens to me several times a show. It's yeah. like, what is he talking about? Yeah. What show are we doing? Just trying to keep up. What's he saying? Well, uh, John, what? Tell me about uh, Blondale. Uh, Blondale. Uh, gravity would range from 1040 to 1055. It's 15 to 25 IBUs. Uh, and the aroma you should get, you know, low ester, maybe slightly sweet malt notes, uh, medium hop notes. Visually, it's yellow to gold. It's clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want really any caramel influence in this beer. So I would keep it simple with, like, a base malt and maybe some victory or wheat or mm-hmm. just a hint of malt complexity. Mm-hmm. But it's just, an, you know, an easy drinking craft beer. So mm-hmm. it's a Blondale. All right. Yeah. E- easy drinking. I think... Um you know the the 
the trick on this, I think, is striking a balance of some more character, easy drinking, uh, you know, clean, um, you know, clean. some delicate hopping, I think, is nice. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, just easy drinking, you know, where if you're into beer, you can pick out all these little things. But, you know, it's there's no thought involved in drinking Blondale, where you just want to, like, you know, hammer down a couple of pints of, uh, you know, 5.2 beer and uh, yeah. not have it thin and flavorless. You want some flavor and some character, but not too heavy, not too complex, just... Ah, good, yeah. good, easy quaffin pint. Quaffin, yeah. yeah, beer with like a good beer backbone, kind of a yeah. Uh, it's typically much more towards balance than hoppy. It'd be a beer that mm-hmm. you'd mm-hmm. want to, you know. Not there's other places to use to have hoppy beers, and a blonde isn't one of. Them. Right, right, yeah. It's one of those beers you you could start at ten in the morning <laughs> on a Saturday, mow the lawn. Yeah. All right, you know, after you're done mowing, have a beer, edge the lawn. Right, you know. Go to the emergency room, get your toes reattached. Yeah, exactly. Have another one. <laughs> Have another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think back when this was written, uh, BJCP style guides, maybe this was something that like every brew pub had and every, you know, brewery made. And it was a very common thing back when I started. Everybody had a blonde, right? I think you should. Nowadays, I don't think this is the case. I think, really? you know, if you, th- you know, maybe, again, you know, the Coles Midwest. Is, sort of taking it over. Midwest, East Coast kind of thinking uh, maybe that's still common out there. But here on the West Coast, yeah, I, you, do you yeah. see places with blonde ales? No, that's pretty rare. You don't see it yeah. at all. Drake's makes one, right? Do they? It's a Coles. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, right. they make one, but it's a Coles. But what, you could use a yeah, Coles style, right? Yeah. I think the people that have been around a while, they maybe you know they made one early on. They're still making it. I don't think you see any new brewery starting up making a blonde ale. No, it's just not done because it just doesn't sell very well. No, it's one of those sessionable beers that uh, right people don't, don't want to pay a full price for. Right. right. I think I think you know if you had a if you had a, your own brew pub restaurant type of thing, maybe you know maybe it gave it a name like that, that didn't indicate that it was light. Right, that it was a blonde ale. Right. Are you trying to avoid the blonde ale naming? Exactly. Um, you know, commercial examples: Pelican, Kiwanda Cream Ale, Russian River Ode Blonde, uh, Rogue Oregon Golden Ale, Widmer Blonde Ale, Fuller Summer Ale, Hollywood Blonde, and Red Hook Blonde. That Red Hook's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say too. Is that loud. one of the examples you got, Scott? No, in fact, all <laughs> of bad. those were were very hard to find. Almost none right. of them. Yeah, because probably really? none of these exist anymore. I mean, you know, you know it's just the it's style. not going to sell. That's that's the problem. You know, commercial brewery, you're uh, you know constantly trying to uh, uh, you know sell a beer. You end up uh, you know something like this just won't sell, and it's not worth uh, brewing a whole lot of. <clears throat> Our local brew pub has a blonde, don't they? EJ Fair. Yes, I see people. I see lots of people ordering that. I feel like it's, well, it's like the, their standard fizzy yellow. Yeah, brew pubs are the more apt to have them yeah. than, than uh, packaging breweries, ah. right? Because to uh, package it, you got to be able to sell enough. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, a new if a new pub opens up in a in an area where that's doesn't have a uh, a base of craft beer drinkers, they got to have a, a light beer that uh, that'll be like a, a gateway beer for the Bud Light drinkers. So often that's a Coles or a Blonde or a Wit Beer, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the palates have changed probably in the last 10, 15 years just in this local area where crappier drinkers have probably evolved. So maybe the Blonde Ales aren't that popular anymore on tap? Right. No, I, I don't think it's very popular at all anymore. Yeah, when the top of the, the IPA ladder was an IPA and it wasn't really that hoppy, mm-hmm. a Blonde was probably you know big step up. Yep. I think we've we've gone past the blonde ale, but let's let's go back and revisit blonde ales and and see how great they were and how much we love. Them. I bet you we'll be surprised. There you go. I'll tell you what. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we'll be tasting some beers. We'll talk more about blonde ale. We'll probably say more interesting things. <laughs> Get around a little bit. Blow your mind with information. 
Well, maybe go that far. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Back after this. Somebody better brought a book. You're listening to Brewing with Style on the Brewing Network. In a world where everything has been lost. What happened to the city? It's in ruins. Only one man has the ancient knowledge to restore civilization. Uh, I need a drink. Oh no, the liquor store's been ransacked. You looking for beer, stranger? <laughs> Boy, all the liquor got drunk up in the first 25 minutes of the apocalypse. Wait, there's still some bottles over... Oh, no. Those are non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> I reckon you better stick to arrowroot tea and a desperate nomadic existence like the rest of us. People, I'm a home brewer. I know how to make alcohol. with me if you want the beer. Okay, I'm going to need some big plastic buckets. He is the chosen one. The prophecies say that he's going to get us wasted. Someone start heating water. And From the creators of Northern Brewer, the people who brought you massive selection and superior customer service comes the home brewer. Dr. Blitzenstein? Yes, J.P. Gore. Everything is perfect for my next fermented creation. My daughter, the storm is too far away. We'll never have enough power to isomerize the creatures and the <laughs> Yes, J.P. Gore, we will. For I have in my possession the Tower of Power! Glickman's new Tower of Power is the evolution of automation. Control hot liquor, sparge, and mash temps like a pro. The Tower of Power is a high-quality gas-fired rim system that works with your current brewing setup. With ultra-precision, the tower can hold your mash to one-half of a degree Fahrenheit. Precision and repeatability. The Tower of Power is the answer to automatic, fast ramp times. See more at BlickmanEngineering.com. Bring your next creation to life with the Tower of Power. Dr. Glickman's with the Tower of Power, you can probably give me an afternoon at the pub to enjoy a pint. Don't be silly, J.P. Gore. We have beer to brew. A vial of White Labs yeast is the key to your best beer. When you open a vial of White Labs yeast, you're giving your beer its best chance for a perfect fermentation. In addition to their already incredible variety of yeasts, White Labs is proud to announce WLP 90, San Diego's super yeast, now available year-round. WLP 90 is super clean, super fast fermenting, with low esters and has a neutral flavor and aroma profile. It's alcohol tolerant and highly flocculent. For more of the latest White Labs news, click over to whitelabs.com, where you can read reviews of yeast, learn in the lab section, and join the customer club. And if you should find yourself in San Diego, White Labs has a brand new training facility for craft brewers and home brewers alike. Whitelabs.com. Discover yeast, nutrients, enzymes, and more for commercial breweries, home brewers, and homebrew stores. White Labs. It's all in the vial. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for any beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone certification program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones, no beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious, Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. 
Williams Brewing announces their first customer recipe issue since 1991. This free 64-page catalog includes 27 of the best home brewing recipes submitted by their regular customers. Best of all, this paper-only catalog is free for the asking. Just go to williamsbrewing.com and click on the free customer recipe issue link. This offer expires October 18th. While you are on the site, check out some of the latest exclusives like the Williams Oatmeal Stout Malt Extract, the Big Oxygen System, and they even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enjoy their famous customer service. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 4 p.m. Pacific Time weekdays ship the same day. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Now back to Brewing with Style. Wow. All right, we're back. There's some uh, <laughs> crazy blondes here. I always like crazy blondes when I drink. Fun to watch. Yeah, don't we all enjoy a crazy blonde? <clears throat> Just slightly stupid. <laughs> and much like in life, I picked him up, and so it's not quite what you hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing them, but uh, it wasn't you know. like the shelves are full of uh, blonde ales, right? That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I think we just killed the style. It's done. Well, you guys, um, you said well, yourself, that's the, that's the thing. It's hard to find uh, good examples of blonde ales. You know, on the store shelves, it's it's a uh, you know kind of a lost art, I think. And it's yeah. there's a few breweries kind of clinging to it that. Uh, <laughs> Are still brewing it, um, but uh, you wouldn't bottle it though. Won't sell. Right. Well, uh, maybe. <clears throat> well, J- Jamil, how often are you having people in the tap room come in and go? Uh, you know, well, what's what's the? Cl- I- I'm assuming you don't have people asking what the closest thing to your Bud Light is. Right. I mean, we're like the closest thing to Bud Light is Anheuser Busch. Just it's about. <laughs> You know, five miles that way. <laughs> the production facility in Fairfield. Oh, yeah, nothing wrong with uh, Bud Light or I mean, there's a bush, but that's not a product we make. So, I mean, if that's what they want, they should go, you know, seek out some nice fresh uh, Bud Light. I guess. I guess what I'm asking is, you, you would never have a, something like this on in your tap room, like a, a blonde craft blonde that you made to I satisfy that customer. Um. Not just necessarily, you know the 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 way we decide what beers to brew is based off of, you know, I, I look at our lineup and I'm like, okay, you know what what are we missing? So maybe maybe I would because I I think that you know all beer styles are good if if they're done well, um, and I think you know people will drink them, uh, and we've got. 13, 14 different beers on. So we got a nice, nice, you know, array. So I don't really worry about people uh, not finding something they like. But outside the tap room, you you have a pretty limited lineup, right? right? I mean, in uh, terms yeah, of draft yeah, yeah. accounts. I mean, yeah. a blonde ale. If I told my distributors yeah. I was making a blonde ale, they'd be like, <laughs> what? They'd be like, no, no thanks. They weren't too big fan. They weren't big fans of the Grammarie either. That's uh, so, you know, it yeah, and, until it, until they got a gold medal of GABF, then like, oh yeah, yeah, now we You're can sell some. Yeah, beer's so good. So yeah, it's you know they want high alcohol, they want really hoppy or Belgian or sour, or, you know, barrel aged. That's what sells now. Mm. So you have to focus on that. Just the way it is. Mike, well, didn't yeah. you used to brew this style for competition a lot? I did, yeah, I did have a blonde ale. Uh, got the recipe here today. I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, yeah, it's a style I liked. Uh, you know, so you know, one of the like a summery kind of beer to have around the house and stuff like that. I think I entered some competitions and did pretty good. Pretty sure you. Mine was sort of a hybrid. I think I had like a, like a variety of base malts kind of thing. Hmm. I got a lot of pilsner. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, it's a style I liked and. Uh, Brewed quite a bit. When I used to brew uh, Kolsch, I would enter the Kolsch in this style. Oh, yeah. That's the same, same exact beer, and they always seem to kind of do similar in scoring by the judges. Yeah. yeah. 
it was still the style. Kolsch is an ale yeast, so, you know. No, no, I think the style guideline says you can use a Kolsch yeast. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I don't know why, it, it, but I think the idea is that you would use a Kolsch yeast and then uh, probably use, you know, American hops or English hops, not German hops kind of thing. You're not really making a Kolsch, you're just using a Kolsch yeast. Gotcha. So the hops would be the big, the big difference. That would be the, yeah, to me the difference is, you know. Typically, you know, American malts, American hops, you're making an American blonde ale. You know, it's English, then it kind of goes the other way. Hmm. Both are okay. I think. All right, so the uh, the fine examples that uh, <laughs> got uh, dredged up for us. It's an 8% Belgian blonde ale. It's wet there, right. <laughs> By Omir. So we got, yeah, we got... <laughs> it says blonde on it. <laughs> right, traditional oh. blonde ale, it says. <laughs> they meant in Belgium, uh, traditional blonde. It's nice beer. Um yeah, 8%. And then we've got Eel River California Blonde Ale. We've got uh, Hoppy Brewing Company Liquid Sunshine Ale. And we've got Blue Frog Blonde Frog Ale, which I believe Blue Frog has been sold and gone out of business. Um, and, and we what's have a bottle interesting of it. is none of these <laughs> this might be the last bottle of that. Uh, have any sort of uh, best before or production code on them. Omer does uh, have a production uh, code on it, but no dating. So if you look up their production code of 07, I don't know what the hell that means. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, brewers should just slap. Here's when we made it. You decide what what you want to do with that information. Yeah, it's something. Uh, no information is terrible, but that's something that's good. Yeah, you can right. decide. Uh, you know, to take you it can, or leave you it. You can th- consider the style, or right. might even consider the style and that brand. That brand nearly holds up well, or it doesn't. I think right. it should be you do what, a date what you want. You do it on cheese. You do it on packaged meats. Well, why not beer in in uh, certain places like Europe, things like that, they require you to have a best buy date. Yeah, and. Um, so the manufacturers just slap a couple of years on it and just say, yeah, there you go. Um, what's interesting is, uh, since beer can't ever hurt you, it never really truly goes bad. You don't need a best before date because it's not like, you know, uh, some product that could, that could make you sick and right. kill you. Uh-huh. Uh, beer never did, does that, so it never truly expires. Gotcha. So, it's not really necessary to have a Best Buy date on something like that. Um, but for the beer drinker, you're going to sp- spend right. six bucks for right. a 22 ounce. Right, but no you, way you put a buy Best Frog. Buy date. It was three years old. And then, uh, you know, you don't know when it was produced. That's why I think, yeah, ah. put the production date on yeah. it. And then let me decide. Gotcha. That's cool. I mean, maybe I'm fine with it a little bit older. Maybe, maybe not. Hmm. But... Uh, yeah, I would say uh, of these, um, you know, pretty pretty interesting. What would you say, Scott? What's your your take here? What which which beers do you like? Well, my take is that my purchasing sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, it's okay, Scott. Not really, but <laughs> well, you. I'm glad to know that you you can't in fact find them. It's not just me. Uh, the Omer is uh, skunky, big time. I have to admit, though, I I kind of like it. Uh-huh. Uh, something maybe I just got so used to the skunk taste from years of drinking not great beer <laughs> in clear bottles that I, I find it pleasant or something. But I don't find it offensive. I saw you make a face, Jamil. I'm assuming that's what this it was for. This one? No, actually, no? I think that's probably the best beer on the table. Is that right? <laughs> okay, well, it's I'm, not a be- uh, not an American blonde, but uh, you know, it's decent. The uh, the hoppy one was uh, true to form. It definitely had the most hop flavor of any of these, uh, uh-huh. except it, it just tastes really thin to me. There's just nothing there but some hop flavor. Um, the uh, Blue Frog tastes old. It's real kind of malt forward, but it, it's like old malt. I don't know. It's like unpleasant caramel. And, but then the Eel River, I, I liked it. it. It's clean. There's nothing going on, really. It's not really hoppy. It's not malty. It's just kind of clean and fizzy. So if I had to guess, I would think that this would be the closest to the style. Interesting, interesting. Um, well, that's what I'm getting as well. I, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that Eurover is a really good blonde. Everything else is um, product of Heineken or Belgium. 
Now, I'm, I'm getting a uh, oxidation in the Eel River. It's got that candy-like uh, kind of funky sweetness. There's a little cloyingness, yeah. Yeah. So I think that one's oxidized, too. Um, but it's balanced, though. It's got the bitterness there. I mean... Yeah. It, it oxidized the... Uh, the blue frog just absolutely that is nasty. It's dead it's dead beer. It's cloudy, it's uh yeah, it's another. oxidized, it's got some funk in it. The hoppy um a lot of green apple and like you're saying thin. It was a, nearly a gusher coming out of the bottle. We could barely pour it. Um yeah. Yeah, uh yeah, the Belgian blonde. I tell you, there you go. I'll throw that one out. Yeah, I I think none of these really hit that, uh, you know, hit that that goal of a nice, you know, sessionable blonde. You know, think a little more crisp, not flabby and sweet and oxidized, but think um, a little crisper, some some good malt character, kind of a toasty, uh, you know, biscuity kind of malt, uh, you know, a balancing bitterness, you know, uh, balanced maybe slightly to the sweet side or even it could go maybe a little more towards the, you know, towards the bitter, but not too much, you know, just around even. And then, you know, a delicate little bit of hopping to it and just clean Cal Ale type of fermentation. Uh, it could be a little bit fruity. You could use a different yeast, do a coal sheath, something like that. Uh, I think that would be a great, great example. But uh, and 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 I think in a beer like like blonde ale, you want something fresh. You want uh, a good, uh, you know, uh, clean, fresh malt character, clean, you know, fresh hop character, uh, you know, clean fermentation. You know, no funk, no contamination. You know, that's what you're looking for. So do you, do you think the Eel River was a good blonde before it kind of got a little oxid? What did you say was oxidation? Yeah, it's it's oxidized or stale. Yeah, I think if I had this beer on draft, uh, you know, be nice closer to the source, I think it'd be a great beer. Yeah, I agree. Could be. I've had I've had beer at Hoppy. They're up in Sacramento, hmm. and they're in the pub. Um, you know, I have some nice beers. I got a lot of DMS and Hoppy. Oh yeah, and I got a, a lot of blue uh, frog. It's a vegetable kind of canned cornish kind of flavor. I'm getting a lot of green apple acetaldehyde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue frog. I'm getting just all sorts of nasty things out of that thing. And the acetaldehyde's caused from what? Uh, uh, you know, it's a fermentation byproduct. And that's just poor fermentation yeast health, yeah, or, or you know, oxidation. and and it can also come up from uh, uh, can be produced after fermentation from uh, breakdown of various compounds. Uh, yeah, I think this is the uh, not so good set of beers. Uh, probably the worst set of beers you brought us, uh, Scott. <laughs> this is all your fault. But it's a good beer style to practice with. Yeah, if you want to see what's wrong with your, oh, your yeah. brewing process, right, right. Yeah, any light right. beer is great. To well, and you know, you doing. brew a good one. It's your recipe it's, formulation. It's nice, uh, you know, to uh, to have on hand, and uh, you know, good easy drinking beer. You can just pour yourself a couple pints of uh, after work or something, and just relax. And again, you don't have to think about it. You can just sit and and drink beer. You know, it's almost the generic beer. Not like that. Yeah. So. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, let's take a short break. When we come back, we will uh, get into more of the recipe specifics of making a great uh, blonde ale after this. A few things happened 30 years ago. ARPANET migrated to TCPIP, and the Internet was born. Revenge of the Jedi was renamed Return of the Jedi and opened in theaters. Mila Kunis and Emily Blunt were born, beginning a rad 
that fantasy in my mind. But all of that pales next to the fact that Hop Tech opened its doors and began blowing homebrewers right out of their mash tuns. Hop Tech doesn't fuck around. Real people shipping awesome shit straight to you. Their new website is fast and easy to navigate. Or just call 800-379-4677 and let badass bitch Jade and brewing brother Roberto blow their warm load of customer service all over you. So visit the site or visit the store in Dublin, California and support those that support you. Get your brewing on at hoptech.com. BN Army, I'm here to talk seriously for a second. You all are partially responsible for something explosive and it's time you answer for it. Moonlight Meadery is exploding. Yeah, exploding across the country with insane quality meads. With nearly 70 different varieties of mead on the market, Moonlight Meadery has blown up the mead category and completely reinvented it. Seriously? What? Seriously? What? You're paying money for that watered-down mead when you could have a Moonlight Mead? Moonlight doesn't stop at 14% like most meaderies to save 40 cents a gallon. Moonlight Meads explode with quality and flavor. They're a party in a bottle. Did someone say party? If you want mead and want the best, you want meads from Moonlight Meadery and will accept nothing less. Be a part of the BN Mead Explosion and ask for, no, demand Moonlight Meads at your favorite bottle shop. Moonlight Meads. Girly names. Manly Meads. Hey, sign me up for that party. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Saka JP. Hi, I'm Jason Harris, the proud owner here at Keystone Homebrew Supply. We're thrilled to be entering our 20th year of supplying this great industry. And to show you, the Brewing Network Army, how much we appreciate your support, we're offering you 10% off your first order on our website, keystonehomebrew.com. Just use coupon code BNARMY at checkout, and I'll get your order out the same day. My goal at Keystone Homebrew Supply has always been to have a complete supply of everything a brewer could want. When you place your order online or when you come into our store, it's our goal to have everything on your list and more. One aspect of KeystoneHomebrew.com that we're really excited about is the ability to fulfill customers' exact grain bills. Do you hate to wait? Keystone Homebrew Supply can get your precious yeast and hops to you within just one day if you live between Connecticut and Virginia and within two days east of the Mississippi. KeystoneHomebrew.com I'm Jason Harris and I approve this message. Downtown Joe's, where everyone is welcome, especially if you like drinking and tasting beer. Head brewer Colin Kaminsky's favorite beers are the Tantric IPA and the Double Secret Probation IPA. But you'll have loads of others to choose from when you redeem your exclusive Brewing Network savings. Downtown Joe's is the best brewery destination and the hottest night spot in Napa. Colin invites all homebrewers and fans of craft beer to stop by and enjoy the great food and beer. Whether you're in the mood for riverside dining, live music, or just hanging out at the bar to meet a person of the opposite sex or a person of the same sex, Downtown Joe's has exactly what you're looking for. And now just mention the Brewing Network to receive a dollar off your beer at Downtown Joe's. That's right, take a dollar off every one of their great selection of craft beers, including the Lazy Summer Wheat, Golden Thistle Porter, and the Triple Dog Dare You. Come to Downtown Joe's and enjoy the laid-back atmosphere of Napa's best brew pub. Visit DowntownJoe's.com right now for current beers, the live music schedule, or to drool over their delicious menu items. Downtown Joe's, your neighborhood brew pub where everyone is welcome. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's brewing with style. Yeah. All right, we're back. So, 
how in the world <laughs> are we going to do this? Do you, uh... Rip Lawndale with enthusiasm. Tell me, tell me, Tasty, how do you do a blonde? Yeah, what's your recipe, Tasty? Come on. What's your recipe for doing Shit. a blonde? For doing it? <laughs> First you get her drunk. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, well, you know, uh, it's obviously going to be a really light-colored beer. Uh, my recipe that I used to brew, I guess it... It's not when a, you, it's when not, you used to brew? Well, well, I still brew. You do? Oh, yeah. Huh? yeah. If you say so. I should have brought some in. Uh, about 84% uh, pale malt, mm-hmm. you know, two-row. Uh, 5.5% uh, crystal tin. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5.5% uh, honey malt. Trying to get uh, honey malt. a little bit of uh, mm-hmm. honey character. That, that certainly... Within the style description, um, that, from my later experience, would probably be way too much honey malt. Uh, I would not recommend that. Maybe 3% honey malt. And then, bec- and because I'm, I was making a large batch here, I, I used uh, 5.5% uh, uh, light DME to uh, get up to my gravity, which was uh, 1052 starting gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, this beer has uh, 24 IBUs. Against the 1052 OG, so it's you know right there in the I think that's about the I think 24 was the upper limit of the style guideline, mm-hmm. and uh, so I hop it uh, 60 minutes with Simcoe, uh, then I do a late addition of 10 minutes of Willamette, and uh, flame out of uh, Cascade, about four ounces for a 17 gallon batch, and I dry hopped it with uh, just two ounces of Cascade. Per ten gallons, so it's probably then three ounces total. Mm-hmm. And I fermented that whole thing with uh, California ale yeast, which mm-hmm. that's what you want—nice, clean, right? Dry, Neutral. character. Yeah. Even uh, you could even put it into the uh, cold storage a little bit early. You know, do a little bit of lagering, kind of, kind of finish the, some of that fermentation while it's while it's cold to uh, give it sort of some lager character. Yeah, Cali yeast, I, I found this really well in cold temperatures. It really flocculates out well. Mm-hmm. Clarity is really nice. Mm-hmm. It'll do the job in the 50s. You right. Know? Hey, you could use, uh, you know, like an English ale yeast. John, sure. do you have a recipe? What do you, what do you no. generally brew for blonde ale? Just, just be two-row, you know, like 10 pounds uh-huh. of two-row and maybe some wheat and some victory malt, uh-huh. half pound each. Uh-huh. Then I'd probably bit them, bitter with um, a half ounce of Magnum and two ounce of Cascade. Mm-hmm. Use mm-hmm. Cali ale and... I might even split it, do some cold yeast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. two different beers. Yeah, cold yeast, I think, is a nice, nice option. It'll, a little more on the crisp, like a slightly crisp. fruity side. Mm-hmm. And how about you, uh, Scott? Have you brewed a uh, blonde ale? No, I've never brewed anything close to it. There you go. All right. Well, one of these days, we're going to come across a show where you've actually brewed the the beer we're talking about. Uh, let's do. Did we do a black IPA show yet? No, no, I've brewed no. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's not going to be the stuff. I brewed uh, Janet's so uh-huh, American uh-huh, Brown. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I think we did that one already. <laughs> Haven't you brewed like four or five times? Uh, yeah, but they were like all Janet's until the Black IPA. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Right. It's stuck there. All right, so uh, I'll stop asking you until we do those shows. Okay, but well, but I want to know why Plisé was surprised when uh, Tasty said he used honey malt. It just that that malt in the style, I would worry about maybe like a sweetness coming across. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. yeah well, and you were saying, uh, you know, but his uh, you was percentage like quarter percent or something. No, I, I my recipe had five percent, and 5%? I said that that would probably wait to be way too much, too no much. more than three, maybe two percent. Okay. Yeah, for me, I, I like to go more the you know the base malt, biscuity, toasty kind of you know maybe like a. English pale ale malt or a pilsner, maybe a 50-50 pilsner, you know, English pale ale. Gotcha. Or, you know, if you're going to throw some specialty malts in there, kind of, you know, focus on the the more toasty, biscuity kind of things. It, you know, uh, more cracker-like is, I think, uh, you know, a nice kind of character for the, the blonde. For a more modern blonde hmm. that people could appreciate today, um, I think if I came out with some of this really cracker, biscuity, and uh, then, 
you know, I, I might do like some Amarillo and maybe Centennial or maybe some Citra, something like that. Uh, maybe Cascades, you know, a little more modern hop, uh, or some mosaic or something in, in some delicate amounts. Uh, could be, could be real interesting. Uh, and then bittering, like I said, you know, right around neutral, maybe just a hair to the sweet side. Uh, you know, maybe a 1052 start, maybe a, uh, oh, you know, like a 2022 IBU, uh, range. And then uh, ferment it with uh, the Cal Ale. But you could also use an English Ale. You should like the O2, which when you ferment it, uh, you know, fairly restrained, you know, lower temperature, you can get, uh, you know, a fairly clean uh, profile with it. But it also has a bit more character and interest that goes well with that malt. Mm-hmm. It tends to be a little more malt-focused of a yeast, slight bit of fruitiness. I think that, you know, that goes well, too. Um, but you do want it to attenuate well enough. So I'd, I'd go more of the, you know, lower, uh, mash temp, you know, the 140, 49 kind of range, or maybe a little bit of uh, dextrose in there, you know, help it dry out, toasty, biscuity, cracker like, a uh, little bit of modern hop, uh, you know, but balance, you know, cracker like and dry, but, you know, balance more towards the, the sweeter side. So, Easy drinking, not too heavy, uh, balanced, uh, you know, some malt character, a little bit of hop character, some interest from the yeast. I think that's a, a good way to go. Nice. Well, yeah, I think I should I like brew to, that beer. Yeah, it make me thirsty. Right, right. Something where you sit down and you have a pint and it's dry enough that you're you're enjoying it, you know, kind of more along the lines that we're doing IPAs nowadays, but, you know, malty enough that you're you're focused on the malt. Got some and curves little, to it. Yeah, a little bit of hop. Yeah, like you say, like a like a blonde, like, like a, an hourglass. Like a, right, right. So I like my women. <laughs> right, right. Well, speaking of how you like your women, I'll oh, tell you, we're gonna get some blondes. Right. Yeah. If, if, if you, you know, speaking <laughs> about getting some blondes, you go to our uh, our fine sponsor, Adam and Eve. Oh. AdamandEve.com. They've got uh, they've got all the things you want for uh, entertaining your favorite blonde. Toys for blondes. Right. Right, they, I think that's a the category there. They've got uh, uh, all sorts of great things for for the adult entertainment, and uh, you can get that there at adamandeve.com. And for a limited time only, if you go there and you use the offer code STYLE, S-T-Y-L-E, at adamandeve.com, they're going to give you 50% off of 50. just about any one item, right? That's all the money you're going to part with, 50% off of one item. Then you're going to get... Uh, a free extra gift, so central. I can't mention it right now. You're going to get uh, three free adult DVDs. And this isn't just like the bargain bin crap that, you know, nobody else wanted. You get to choose from genres such as uh, anal, amateur, Asian, big butts, big breasts, big butts, bisexual, chunky, coeds, fetish, gay, interactive, POV, lesbian, milfs, etc. Nice. And I bet you blondes is one of the categories, too. Blondes or bust. There you go. And uh, then you get free shipping on the whole thing. So you buy one item, 50%. They throw in an extra item. You choose three free adult DVDs, and you get free shipping. I have never heard of a better offer than that. I No wonder they're slaying it. And they got thousands of products. So go check them out, adamandeve.com. Uh, you can even do it for your mobile phone. Uh, so They have an app, huh? Yeah. Go 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 buy some dildos today and uh, help support the Brewing Network. Nice. There you go. Use the offer code STYLE, S-T-Y-L-E, at adamandeve.com. All right. Uh, let's take a, another short break, and, and when we come back, we'll wrap up with uh, questions about uh, blonde ales after this. All right, BN Army, it's trivia time. What's the only homebrew shop with over 1,000 recipe kits, $4.99 shipping on orders over 100 bucks, and is also home of the Wolf Shirt? The one and only answer is Austin Homebrew Supply. For over 20 years, they've specialized in creating recipes such as the best-selling Texas Blonde Ale, Apocalypso, Hot Bomb 2.0, and Double 
double chocolate stout. And they just recently unveiled their small grain kits that produce one gallon of beer. Visit AustinHomebrew.com to browse their extensive catalog of equipment and ingredients. They also have mini clone recipes of your favorite commercial beers. They're the exclusive retailer of Brew Vent Yeast Fuel as well, Yeast Nutrient, and the all-new Bodybuilder. Follow Austin Homebrew Supply on Google Plus to participate in video hangouts on popular brewing topics. So visit AustinHomebrew.com today and make sure you sign up for their weekly email with news and specials. Austin Homebrew Supply, AustinHomebrew.com. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the homebrewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read. Read your way to better homebrew. That's it. I've had it. I am never putting hops in my beer again. What? Why? It's just too ridiculous. Insane prices, stupid contract, high shipping costs, crappy selection. Dude, you need Nico Brew. Nico Brew will rock your f***ing face right the f*** off your f***ing skull. $5 shipping to all 50 states, plus fantastic international rates get you low prices on Nico Brew's great selection of hops and more. Whether you're a home brewer, a pro brewer, or a homebrew shop owner, Nico Brew can get you the hops you need in increments big and small, single orders, spot buys, or full contracts. And there's only one place to join the uber special secret elite. Elite Bare Bones Club, where you'll get the best deals anywhere. Holy f***ing shit! NicoBrew.com. N-I-K-O-B-R-E-W. NicoBrew, your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Hey, Wooly, I'm beat. Can we find a nice tree to just hang out in for a while? You're beat? I've been swinging through this forest for 50 years, ever since we... Ever since we first escaped from the circus. I know, I know, but there's got to be more to life than exploring this creek and trying to populate the valley by copulating with loose, hairy girls. Mark, we stop. Look! What is that? It looks like a man-made treehouse. With fresh food. And craft beer. Welcome to the Creek Monkey Tap House, boys. Grab a seat. Creek Monkeys drink free. <laughs> awesome! The Creek Monkey Tap House in Martinez, California, takes their mission of fresh food and beer seriously. They only serve locally raised beef and chicken, as well as local sustainable produce. It's better for you and the planet, and it just tastes better. The beer and wine at Creek Monkey Tap House are chosen with the same care for the highest quality and rotate frequently to make each visit an adventure. Swing on in to the Creek Monkey Tap House and enjoy a new legend of amazing food, beer, and wine. The Creek Monkey Tap House, online at creekmonkey.com. Brewers, anyone can resell homebrew equipment and recipe clone kits. Get original at Adventures in Homebrewing. Adventures in Homebrewing has the knowledge and expertise to craft their own gear and original recipe kits that you'll love. Home of the Serial Killer Grain Mill, 220,000 BTU propane burners, custom stainless steel false bottoms, as well as custom-built brew stands and systems. These are just some of the items Adventures in Homebrewing designs and manufactures in-house. And the brewers at Adventures in Homebrewing keep designing, too. Original extract and all-grain recipe kits that are tried and tested and proven to be of the best quality. Most popular are the Blueberry Tangerine Porter, the Nor'easter Cranberry Fest, and the Peanut Butter Conspiracy Stout. Once you try one of Adventures in Homebrewing's original recipes, you'll keep coming back for more. And don't forget to use the coupon code BIG10 when you place your order to save 10%. That's coupon code BIG10, B-I-G-T-E-N. Visit Adventures in Homebrewing at homebrewing.org right now and get original today. Homebrewing.org. Join the adventure you're listening to brewing with style on the brewing network now back to brewing with style 
during that break, you missed uh, the giant mistakes Scott is making with his life and his future. Uh, what else did we talk about? Uh, talked about we need a studio dump bucket. Dump bucket. We need uh, waitresses with uh, or waiters with giant uh, breasts. Well, yeah. In a few months, we'll be at a uh, at the Hop Grenade doing this show, right? So in a what really comfortable and brand, new, brand new chairs, right? <laughs> right. Scott, they're okay. gonna they're gonna bring well, these piece of crap not, chairs. You're not with furnishing them. the studio. You're just right, finding right. space. Yeah, right. they'll, they'll they'll spend right. money on. I know. The, that I know the, I'm afraid I'm gonna be sitting in the same on the tap room, chair. and we're gonna be sitting in the same crappy chairs, fiddling with the same crappy headphone connections yeah. that go in and out half the time. Right. What about the sentimental connection to all? No, of this? no. How about like some equipment that works? That would be great. Is it in the budget? Every, every time I wouldn't have to fart Does around so I can actually lights? hear what's going on. No, there will be no white lights. It nice. will be all Thank yellow you. and none of the uh, compact fluorescent BS. Thank incandescent. God. Gotcha. Should kill you. Or an LED. Yeah, because gotcha. you can't put in an incandescent. You have to put in LED. Yeah, I, d- I just say it because it makes me feel better. Right. Feel, feel right. smarter. Yeah, there's no incandescent going in. <laughs> and then I can sell those bulbs anymore. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, dump bucket, man. And what about a, like a pint glass cubby? Then we don't have to use pl- like plastic gl- glasses anymore. How about like actually washed glassware that yeah. Justin hasn't like taken home and kind of like waved in the toilet and then <laughs> brought back? Who wiped it down with Purell? Yeah, wiped it down with Purell. And <laughs> Lemon scented. Just like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> uh, there will be legit glassware. It's a bar. There's uh-huh. going to be a dishwasher with uh-huh. real glassware and uh-huh. clean and plentiful. Uh-huh. It'll be a whole new experience. I don't know if it's going to be a good experience, but it'll be new. you're selling me a bill of goods here. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to wait and see. Yeah, well, see. The jury's still out. give it a try. Mind. I'll show right. up. Right. I'll show up. I'll show up. Yeah. We'll see. You have see. to still do the show, Jamil. It doesn't matter what happens. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I may have to bring my own glass. I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the judge of this, whether it's to my standards or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're saying. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm now maybe we won't let you in because we won't measure up. That's you know? right. That's I don't right. want to have my my okay. my image shattered when you come in and start talking smack. <laughs> hey, we got to call them like we see them. That's the way it goes. That's true. And in fairness, that's right. If I bad mouth one place's tap list, I might have to bad mouth them all. There you go. There you go. I'm not looking for honesty. I, I want some smoke <laughs> blown up my ass. I've had people being honest with me my whole life. Just, I want sunshine, baby. Blow it up there. There you go. Here's some liquid sunshine for you uh, from Hoppy Brewing Company. That's the kind of sunshine we're, we're going to give you. It's not that good. Liquid sunshine. <laughs> I'm not impressed. Well, there you go. I mean, it's... it's yeah, I mean, we're not... You know... Uh, won't the, won't the praise be that much more sweet yeah. if you know that it's honest it's and uh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I have the opposite view. I I find praise where they're like, oh, you know, they're just kissing your ass. Like, yeah, yeah. I've achieved that level in life where people have to kiss up to me. It's great. I love that. <laughs> I, I Any, think, anyone can achieve honest I'm, feedback. I'm sorry, you <laughs> you are never going to achieve achieve that level with us. <laughs> you got to realize who you're dealing with here. We know you. You're not going to yeah, get any sort of uh, ass kissing from us. No, but everybody else, though. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're more likely to get you know a swift boot in the ass than anything else. That's why I'm us. thinking I might not let you in. No, well, there you go. Because <laughs> I have the keys, That's motherfucker. Fine. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You'll be sitting there all by yourself. That's fine. I'll go outside. I'll tell my yeah. GM not to let you. That's right. I'm going to have a GM <laughs> to whom I can give commands. Right. Right, it's it's like I'm sure Hitler in his his last days in his bunker. It's like no, don't let them in. They've been mean to me. There you go. Yeah, there read, you go. Read the uh, sign. Look at the profile picture. You can't do, let that guy in. Do what you want. Do what you want. I, I, I tell you, you're going down that terrible road. You and Hitler, side by side. There you go. Yay. The rest of, the rest of his crew were trying to tell him, but no, no, he 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 went the way he went. He got belligerent. That's right. That's right. Don't you be belligerent. I'm just saying, you know. So you're my competent general and I need to listen to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Nine. Consider me like the head of the SS. I don't know. Or whatever it would be. Just run, Scott. Just run. <laughs> no, you should just be happy that we are willing to give you 
uh, our honest opinion. I don't have a shortage of that in my life. <laughs> Everyone is willing to give me their honest opinion, and I've had enough, frankly. Uh, that we're willing to give you our honest opinion, and, and our opinion is somewhat valid? Yeah, it's there valid. You there you go. Absolutely. Right. But I've spent my whole life ignoring people's valid opinions. Oh, no. Most people have that opinions, and they, to- <laughs> and they totally they totally suck. They're totally worthless. That's opinions. true. Well, no, they, but they—that's eighty percent of the opinions you get are crap. It, but there's a lot of and you should you should you should ignore that. But every once in a while, the twenty percent, you know, they actually know what they're talking about, and and it might be helpful to take that in. And your opinion is that I should have a dump dump uh, receptacle in the studio. Then everything's perfect. Yes, duly noted. Be, be, I that think, will I think happen. That's more important than having a a, a faucet in the. What studio. about both? What if I do both? You know, the faucet is going to be a long run. It's going to be expensive for you. It's going to be one beer that everybody has to drink, and people yes. are going to want different beers. I think you'd, you'd be better off, you know, having your your beautiful wait staff bring in different beers to the to the studio, and then people are like, "Oh, great! You know, this fantastic uh, you know service I'm getting with this beautiful wait staff, such a variety of beers versus." Yeah, I'm pulling my own off of this, you know, same tap all night long, you know, long draw, beer getting nasty. But I'm so used to pulling my own off all night long. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. And go with the familiar. I'm just saying, yeah, I don't spend the money on that. You know, if anything, what we need in the studio is a dump bucket and headphones that work and uh, chairs that are comfortable sitting. Yeah, you're just getting greedy. But I hear you on the dump bucket. It's yeah. duly noted. Right. Easy to do, cheap and easy to do. There you go. I got a bucket. Right, just oh, go down to and we can use it. Home Depot no, and awesome. buy a couple of buckets and set them in the studios. All we're saying, that's what we want. Oh, you literally just mean a bucket? Yeah. I'm picturing plumbing. And no, 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 no. no. Oh, well, that costs you like two dollars, man. Right, or something. Yeah, you, know, you could fancy it up a little bit. Put like a little wood box around it with a a funnel or something, and then it looks you know Put nicer a barrel around it too, and just mm. clean it out each night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Consider it done. Yeah. And you can there water you your go. plants with it. Gray water. I think there you, you're you're talking something. Yeah, cheaper than the than the the faucet and uh, could dump it in the water fountain out there. Yeah, there you go. Color yeah. color colored water. Should I make that part of the promotions? Like uh, the hop grenade uh, now with a dump bucket. Right. No, with like good looking staff to bring you beer. You know, anytime you want, and then we'll be talking about that. If I had somebody bringing me a nice beer Let's variety, I'm looking here. at a list of like 30 different beers, and I'm like, oh, I want, you know, that one, and somebody brings it to me, I'm like, yeah, this is the place. If I'm like, well, I can have a beer now if I accept what is on the one faucet, I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's great. It was, our plan was if uh, it was going to be Evil Twin. Oh, uh, no. Jeez, you don't want that. You know, it Touché. ends up being ends up being like the same beer every time. You want variety in life, yeah. not Justin. He seems to be just fine with twin, <laughs> right? Uh, that's quality beer. Hey, if you can do twin, then I'm all good with it. Yeah, yeah I'm already on that. Let's let's, let's let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's let's what I have that. on tap at home all the time. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I have that on tap uh, all the time too. It's yeah. down at our tap room. Let's get everything you want in a beer. All right. Uh, any questions about? Uh, uh, blonde yeah there's a couple the uh let's get one from the dark side who asks uh are blondales a good base uh for adding fruit like tasty's apricot dortmunder yeah absolutely uh you know uh, it's a you know a fairly uh clean palette to work with uh very accepting of a lot of uh, uh different fruits i mean and and other compounds you know you can go sweeter you can go more acidic I mean, any any beer that's got a good balance to it tends to support uh, that sort of thing. What about you, you Tasty? You ever flavor up a blonde? Are you John? If I've done it, I my approach to that would be if it's like you know if I'm using citrus hops to kind of push it in that direction. If it's mm-hmm. if I want to do like an apricot blonde or something, I would tend to use a little earthier hop, maybe Hollertau or something like that. That more you know not away from the citrus side, not mix the. Well, you know, and I, I'm Stone thinking, fruit and, uh, you know, citrus together. maybe the modern blonde is more now kind of like a pale ale without uh, going intense on the bitterness or the hops. <laughs> Sounds like know, it. More pale in color. Or, you know, IPA, West Coast IPA, West Coast pale. You know, not the Midwest the heavy caramel thing. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe that's, you know, the modern blonde. 
I think base beers like a blonde are great to have on tap because mm-hmm. you can always blend them back to cut back another beer. Yeah, you have an IPA and you want a pale ale, cut in half, then you got a pale. Right, right. You got a porter, you can make it in half, then you got a brown porter. <laughs> you know, then you kind of get the session influence, but you get a little bit more flavor from these other beers. They're a little bit too heavy at that moment. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I didn't think about that. Here's another one from uh, Dr. Hoppenstein. He said, uh, <laughs> what are the differences between American blondes and cream ales? Like yeast or fermentation temperature, they sound almost identical. Yeah, the cream ale, um, <clears throat> you know, a lot. the name is is uh, misleading because I've had people go like, how much vanilla would I add to a cream ale? And it's like, eh, you know, cream ale is more like, a, you know, a crisp American lager than it is, you know, the blonde ale. Lager that's been, is going to ale yeast. Yeah. Do people, they... They say vanilla because the cream thing yeah, confuses them. Right, they're confused. They're just like, well, it should be creamy and, and there's amazing, vanilla. Right? And, yeah, you can adjunct, maybe adjunct, be, adjunct just yeah. like on a corn, uh, rice. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you could use a lager yeast. You know, uh, you know, very very lager like ale using okay. adjuncts. I'm being I'm being yelled at by the chat because they're like it's Doctor Hoppenstein, not Steen, you Jewish moron. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. God. Why don't you pick like a more intelligent, uh, you know, handle in the chat? More yeah. like two in the stew or something. Yeah, or pork slop or Stein yeah. or Steen or whatever the hell. Forgive me, Doctor. Right. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thanks for the questions for the for the chat. Yeah. Uh, finally, we agree on something. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great show, everybody. Thank you uh, for participating. Uh, you know, uh, when we do these shows, we send out tweets and stuff on the uh, on the interweb, uh, letting you know that you can participate. You can jump in the chat and uh, ask questions. Uh, Scott moderates and sometimes gets your handle correct or, or not. That's fine. Or not. And uh, if you enjoy this kind of shows. <laughs> Uh, make sure to stop by the Brewing Network store, uh, brewingnetwork.com slash store. There is uh, lots of goodies in there. Uh, I think they're selling uh, uh, parts of JP in there now. Okay. They're selling uh, you know, hoodies, uh, death masks. Uh, they're selling growlers, glassware, books, all sorts of shit. The parts of JP, we're, we're just giving those away. Those, oh, those are not are, for those sale. Are yeah, those are just free. Oh, there you go. Well, nobody wants them anyway, but yeah, those right. are free. Right, right. You get, you get JP's pus, uh, all sorts of goodies. And uh, all of that that you buy goes to the bottom bottom line of the Brewing Network. All right. Uh, if you're listening live, stay tuned. We're going to do uh, Baltic. Baltic Porter next, which is uh, a great fun style. And uh, until then, Bruce Strong, everybody. You know.